Hello and welcome to the Steam Room Podcast, the only podcast broadcasted live from this uh, Ukrainian apartment I'm currently in. And here on this show, if you're new, uh, we're talking about uh, stuff that's lighting up the internet, you know, things that everyone's talking about. Uh, quick look at what's going on in the world of music. And also we're looking at the, some news from the sports world. So a lot of great things uh, lined up for the show today. There was a video game live streamer attacked by his own cat while live in front of all of his viewers and uh, he's not a super popular guy it's not like thousands of people were watching but millions of people are watching the video now because his tack his cat uh, just went off on this guy so we'll uh, we'll break we'll break that video down also maybe the most violent act ever perpetrated in football miles garrett from the cleveland browns in the nfl uh, did something that people are saying is maybe the worst thing to have ever happened on a football field. And that's saying a lot. You know, we're talking about football here. Already a pretty violent sport. So we'll watch this video, break it down, and we'll see, uh, like, should he be charged criminally? Maybe. Uh, it's pretty bad. <laughs> and also we have Drake, the six god, getting booed off stage. He was at Tyler, the Creator's Music Festival. We'll break down, uh, you know, just the series of events that led to Drake ultimately just leaving the stage to a chorus of boos. How are they going to do Canada's uh, hip-hop golden boy like that? But we'll break it down. And uh, like any true Canadian, he remains polite while under fire. So, you know, you got to admire somebody. Keeping the Canadian way, even in the face of adversity. That's something I'm trying to do here coming up on today's show, the Steam Room Podcast, brought to you by Lynx Magazine. Let's get into it. Alright, first on today's show is the live streamer, the video game live streamer, getting attacked by his own cat so he's uh i guess he wanted to show everybody his cat so he brings up uh, little muffins into the camera view just like this and uh, everyone loves a pet video right maybe this is what he's thinking ah oh, people are gonna i'm gonna get all kinds of views you know show my animal people love animals well now he's getting millions of views because this is uh essentially the the animal video the cute animal video gone terribly wrong let's take a look viewer discretion is advised this is your new president of 2017, All right. you guys. This is Sheba. This is Sheba. her in today because I'm telling you she's a better person. And the cat is just locked into those... <laughs> He's got the gamer chair. Yeah, the dude just got... Let's watch that one more time. We'll skip the beginning. Viewer discretion is advised. You're a douche. Uh, this is your new president. <laughs> and the cat is and he's fallen and if you've ever had a cat attack you like i've had a cat like sink the claws in and go nuts it's uh you know it's a tense situation you know you really gotta scramble and uh ultimately he was able to get his cat off of him but what a blessing for this guy he was just gonna have some boring video of him playing like i don't know some world of warcraft game he would have just had his boring video where his 64 viewers would have seen but uh now it's gone viral, and I'm sure he's really milking it. He has a follow-up video. I'm going to break down what happened to me when my cat attacked. And, uh, I mean, what a way to get a million views on your shit just for have something catastrophic go wrong. It'd be like right now if I'm sitting here podcasting, if like the bathtub from the apartment above me just like crashed down 
right behind me. It would be the most like popular video of all time. You know what I mean? So you never know. Just have your camera on. I guess the moral of the story is always have your camera on. You never know what's going to happen, you know? Um, I guess that's pretty much what everybody does anyway these days is keep the camera on 24-7 and you never know what you're going to catch. But these days, if you want to catch something on camera, you want to get something interesting, it's almost a guarantee that you will find it if you go to a Popeye's chicken in the United States. Now, when you're talking current events these days, it's always about Popeye's chicken because uh, I guess they've released a chicken sandwich and that's setting everybody, uh, you know, they're going mental. They're going proper mental. So, um, you know, we see a lot of fighting between customers, but this time, this video somebody took is a fight between the staff. The staff at Popeye's turning on each other. We'll take a look right here. So we have a member of the Popeye's cooking staff jumping over the counter, and this looks like it's a staff meeting. Everybody here throwing punches is wearing a Popeye's shirt or has the Popeye's hat on. So they're throwing hands, as they say. And Popeye's uniforms are getting torn. There are Popeye's hats flying all over the place. So this must be one of those. We'll stop the video here. That must be one of the, one of those like staff meetings. You know, when they bring in every member of the staff, usually for some kind of uh, public address. You know, maybe something about payroll or uniform changes. I'm sure at Popeye's these days they're having mandatory staff meetings just about you know what we have to do to keep this place safe. And that's kind of what I was thinking, like, how are the Popeye staff fighting each other? Y'all need each other, man. Popeye's is a dangerous place these days. People are going, customers are coming here and causing all kinds of problems. Employees need to stick together, man. You know, maybe start having some riot shields behind the, the counter there. Like, the guns with the rubber bullets <laughs> to subdue uh, unruly customers. Like, you guys need each other. And for y'all to be fighting amongst each other, to me, that's just, uh, it's just insane, because... You know, ain't nobody in this world got your back except each other. And uh, maybe this is one of those things. You know how they say sometimes when guys fight? Like at the end of a UFC fight, these dudes will, uh, you know, they'll shake hands. After a brutal fight, these guys, they go to war. And now they, you know, they got love for each other. They respect one another. Maybe this is what's going to happen at Popeye's. Um, because I'm telling you. It's wild out there. There are all kinds of problems going on. These customers are losing their mind over that chicken sandwich. So just to demonstrate, you know, last week we had a, a video of drive through at Popeye's and some fights popping off there. Let's take a look at another video from the drive through Here's the latest shenanigans from the Popeye's drive through So this woman's saying, don't touch my husband. We have the great <laughs> we have the great narration from the ladies filming it. So this dude is just beating up this lady because get off my wife. Get off my fucking wife. Throwing blows. Sir, uh, please stop hitting the lady. Excuse me, sir. And then the police show up just in time. Like, this just popped up. How are the police already at Popeye's? Do they just keep a squad car outside Popeye's? A member, staff member of uh, Popeye's comes out and is like, Sir, there's actually no problems going on here right now. You, you don't have to. Ma'am, with all due respect, this is a Popeye's chicken and there is bound to be a uh, <laughs> violation of the law. 
in the <laughs> about twice an hour. So if it's all right with you, I think I might just park the squad car here. People are getting arrested and shit. So I guess this lady that was kind of by herself attacked this married couple. And the crazy lady pulls the woman out of the car. The husband gets out of the car to protect his wife. Just starts wailing on this lady. <laughs> like, what the hell, man? This is some wild stuff. Um, this is what's going on at Popeyes, everybody. So just be weary. If you want a chicken sandwich, be prepared to throw hands. You might want to do some stretches. If you go to Popeyes and you get caught... You know, coming in cold, you might pull a muscle when you inevitably have to fight. Evidently, just bringing, uh, you know, five ninety nine, bringing the, uh, you know, cash to Popeyes is not enough. You got to bring some boxing gloves. Uh, you got to bring a cut man, maybe a coach, somebody to kind of jab, throw the jab. <laughs> like uh, this is this is where we're at right now with fast food in the USA. So, you know, gotta love it. <laughs> This is going to be the solution to the obesity epidemic is, you know, it's tiring to fight. You ever like get, you know, you ever wrestle with someone or when I was a kid, we went to uh, Palladium, uh, this like arcade and they had this one game with like boxing gloves and you had to kind of like virtual reality and the boxing gloves were heavy. And I'm not lying to you when I tell you I was sweating buckets. Okay. Fast forward a couple years later, I, I you know, just a couple months ago, I'm at uh, MMA gym taking a Muay Thai class and boy, that is a good workout. So maybe the solution to obesity in America is just having to fight. Every time you go to the fast food restaurant, you got to fight and that's going to burn some calories. And, or maybe you just don't go at all. You go, you know what? I would like to go to McDonald's. It's midnight right now. I'd love, oh man, a Big Mac would be great. I don't know if I'm ready to fight right now. So I'll just, uh, you know what? I'll just, you know, put something together at home, have some celery and a banana. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe we're on to something here. But uh, <laughs> that ends this week's Popeye saga. But we're going to keep an eye on the restaurant because all kinds of great things happening. Um, last night I had a dream that I, last night I had a dream that I was Spider-Man. I had this dream where I was Spider-Man. It was great. A lot of fun. You know, those those nights where you have a really deep sleep, you really get good rest. I find, uh, you know, you, you end up dreaming. At least I end up dreaming like really deep, have, have these long, prolonged dreams, and I wake up feeling great. But I remembered like, man, I had a dream I was Spider-Man. And you remember having like a superhero outfit when you were a kid? Being, I remember I had like that Batman cape when I was a kid, like the Velcro cape. I felt like such a badass when I had that on. Felt invincible. Well, it's funny because I came across a video online of a boy who has a superhero cape on, and he stands at the top of the stairs. He tells his father, hey, Dad, get the camera out. I'm going to go do something. So his dad films his son, probably thinking it's going to be something cute. Hey, maybe we'll get on Jimmy Kimmel. Maybe he'll do something cute in his superhero outfit, and Ellen DeGeneres will ask us on their show. This could be it. We, you know, this will be our... So he gets the camera out, and he did not expect what happened next. Let's take a look at that video. <laughs> so the boy just jumps. Yeah, I don't think you should never do that again. I the boy just jumps down the stairs head crazy. first. Don't let that cape boost your head up. No. So let's watch that again. Because the kid doesn't even cry. I mean, he just jumps down maybe a full flight of stairs. Um, <laughs> and 
and he's not even like crying. He, you know, you almost like you're in I too much trouble down the top to be uh, hurt. You know, you're you're more worried about being in trouble than you are about no. you know how much your elbow hurts. But I guess if there is a time to jump down the stairs, it's really when you're a kid. You really don't get that opportunity as an adult. One of those things that gets taken away from you. The ability to fall from that height and not be hurt. If I jumped down the stairs like that and skipped 12 stairs and fell on my stomach, man, I would bust up my neck, my back, my pussy, and my crack would all be, dis- like, you know, destroyed. But uh, this boy... <laughs> Uh, dad did not quite expect him to do some shit like that, but uh, God bless him. You know, uh, that looked like uh, it's fun to watch, but I'm sure uh, he won't be doing that again. Hey, uh, I think we'll step away for just a moment and regroup. We'll get to the, uh, I was telling you about the clip of Miles Garrett doing perhaps the most violent thing a NFL player has ever done on the football field. So we'll watch that video and maybe the most the hilarious part of that of that video is the reaction of the announcers in real time. And again, when something like this happens, as a commentator, as the person on the broadcast, you kind of have a responsibility, you know? Have that responsibility to be like, condemn the actions, you know? You don't want to get caught up on the wrong side of history and be like, oh, you know, laugh at some, at some wild shit. You got to really have the correct reaction. So we'll get to that, the act itself and the reaction. Lots of other great videos too. Drake getting booed off stage. Alex Trebek with a tearful moment on Jeopardy. Key is, of course, battling cancer and entering his final seasons with the hit television show, so a beautiful moment there. Lots more coming up here on The Steam Room, brought to you by Lynx Magazine. My name is Matt Welcome back to the Steam Room Podcast. My name is Matt Hamill, and let's get back into the show. We have a couple good clips from the sports world. Now, let's first get into the topic of men taking pictures of their girlfriends. So girls are all on the Instagram, and a lot of the time we see their boyfriends having to take the pictures of them or have to participate in the selfie. I don't think any man has ever gotten excited over a selfie. I just don't think it's in our DNA to really be like, oh, oh, selfie. Wait, no, let's take another one. I say that, but recently I took a selfie and I uh, noticed that my hair was thinning. And I've never seen a worse picture in my life. (laughs) So I definitely had a lot of uh, emotion and opinion about that selfie. Um, I was like, oh my God, this is is the beginning of the end. I think the hair... (laughs) The hair's going. But uh, here is a great video of uh, of an example, a video example of just how much men are not enthusiastic about selfies. Here, this is at the Maple Leafs game. Uh, you have the, the, the girlfriend, or I'm assuming it's the girlfriend, taking the selfie, and uh, he just does the fake smile, looks up to the sky, and just goes, oh, my God. <laughs> Now, to be fair, the Maple Leafs were losing that game. His team was losing pretty badly. So maybe that's just, you know, he's maybe on a better day, he would be less uh, horrified to be getting, you know, participating in the selfie. But maybe it's just because his team is losing. But this just sums up perfectly the, the smile, the look up, the eye roll. This is what men go through uh, having to participate in their girlfriend's camera stuff. 
You know, you always see it on Instagram. There's like guys taking pictures of their girlfriend or, you know, it's it's just we're getting into winter now. But it is, you know, we had the whole autumn, the whole fall trend of girls bunching up leaves and throwing them into the air. Uh, there is nothing more, <laughs> nothing more difficult to watch than the guy having to take cute pictures of his girlfriend at the pumpkin patch. Um, it really is a sad state of affairs. And look, my girl is big into taking pictures, big into the whole social media. So I find myself taking photos and I'm all right with it. But I guess there's a lot of people that watch me from behind, you know, seeing me taking a million pictures and must just feel sorry for me. It's okay. I appreciate the concern, but I'm, I'm doing okay. So that was at the Maple Leafs game. The boyfriend not super enthusiastic about being in the selfie. And just a great reaction there. And a lot of people paying attention to that video. A lot of people paying attention to the NFL right now. Colin Kaepernick had a workout. Colin Kaepernick has been like blacklisted from the NFL. And NFL's trying to do some damage control. Uh, I guess Jay-Z is like kind of a PR guy for the NFL now. He helped get Colin Kaepernick a workout. So you see Kaepernick... Um, getting a chance to potentially play in the NFL again. But the future of another player is in question now, Miles Garrett. Now, Miles Garrett plays for the Cleveland Browns, and he has done something so terrible. People are saying this might be the worst thing an NFL player has ever done on the field. So let's take a look here. Miles Garrett playing yeah, against the Steelers. That's one of the worst things I've ever seen Just on a whips. professional sports field. Mason Rudolph's helmet off of his head and then smacks it on top of his head. first and then go upstairs for discipline, but this is beyond the normal. So here the commentators are just flabbergasted. Now we'll watch it again. The commentators, uh, just take a listen to their reaction. And again, they kind of have a responsibility to condemn these actions. You know, like you can't just sit there and go like, wow, he really bonked him on the head. Like, no, this is, we're talking about brain trauma. Like, this league is in all kinds of discussions about is it safe to play? Is the future of the game in jeopardy? And here comes Miles Garrett with just a tomahawk <laughs> smash a helmet on a guy's head. Now, helmets are like, this is a weapon. These are, they protect your head unless, they, of course, they, it's off your head and being swung at you. So let's watch it one more time. Miles Garrett. That's one of the worst things I've ever seen on a professional sports field. You know, one of the worst things I've ever seen on a professional sports field. Officiating first and then go upstairs for discipline, but this is beyond the normal. Now, Joe Buck also famously did the video with, uh, you know, when Randy Moss mooned the Green Bay Packers fans. So here we have on the broadcast with Miles Gay, where we have Joe Buck, and he's disgusted. Now, also. Um, we had Joe Buck famously. <laughs> Let's check this video out. Moss. Oh, Randy Moss is in for a touchdown. Randy Moss scores a touchdown. Oh, Al Harris playing off. So here's Joe Buck and Chris Collinsworth and broadcasting Moss together. Randy Moss really does the mooning move. Pretends to moon. To the fans here in Green Bay. That is a disgusting <laughs> act by Randy That Moss. is a disgusting act by Randy Moss. I love Chris Collinsworth. He's like, and he, he shoots the moon. And then Joe Buck is just like, I'm taking a stand. That is a disgusting. Uh, so I guess you kind of have to do it. Like as a broadcaster, you really do have to take a stand and, uh, you know, let the audience know at home, like this is a terrible thing that I personally, I think this is terrible. You can't endorse this behavior. So Miles Garrett, um, 
At this point, after such a brutal act to whip the helmet on him so viciously like that, people are wondering, like, is he ever going to play, uh, you know, obviously he's done for this season. Um, like, But just how long do you suspend someone for something like this? Do you get charged with assault? Things like this have happened in sports before where, you know, you commit something so brutal that they actually charge you criminally. You know, we've had hockey players swing sticks at people's heads. And, you know, it's one thing to get a penalty, to get suspended. It's another thing when you do something that violent, you can actually get charged under the law, not just the rules of the game. You go far beyond that. And it's amazing that you can get so caught up in the heat of the moment that you do something that goes beyond the game and enters the criminal justice system. So we will keep an eye on this and see what happens to Miles Garrett. But just a fascinating story of brutality. <laughs> and uh, he really bonked him on the head with that helmet. So tremendous. Now, speaking of hits to the head, let's look at an MMA match over in the UK. It features one of the most unusual knockouts um, and even a an even better reaction from the commentators. Let's check this video out. 14 minutes so far. So you have two fighters here, and the gentleman in the black shorts does this kind of. Oh shit! Oh, he gets. Oh wow! So kind of like a spinning, rolling kick. Commentators don't even know what to call it. Goodness. But let's watch the video. Let's start it over again and just listen to what the commentator says when the so kick far. is landed. Keep in mind, this is their broadcast. Cut, cut under that eye. Spinning heel kick. Pearson with a body kick. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Goodness me. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's funny when something happens so unusual on a broadcast, the commentator oh. just curses. Like, you're not supposed to swear, obviously, goodness. but it was just so surprising to him that he had to swear. Oh, kick. shit. I Pretty wild uh, kick to be rolling like that, but I just love the reaction from the commentators. And they later go on in the video to say, like, well, if you don't know his name, you're going to know it now. And here's the thing. I think, you know, he connected on this kick. This highlight's going to get passed around the internet. Yeah, this might be, like, the beginning of his career. There was a UFC fighter Benson Henderson, and at the beginning of his career, he landed this knockout where he jumped off the cage. Let's get the Benson Henderson. Um, so he did this kind of. Yeah, let's check it out. Benson Henderson. Oh, he got knocked out with this. But this really was like, uh, even though he got knocked out, it was this really thing that got him on the map. People started to know his name. So this fighter here in the UK with this spinning kick that we just saw. Um, yeah, no, he's he's definitely going to get his name known now. And uh, even if he missed, because if he missed that kick, he would be like, there would be a viral clip for him looking like such a boob, you know? But uh, <laughs> another wild uh, instance of head trauma and a very funny reaction from the commentators, both with Miles Garrett and with this uh, MMA knockout. So let's get into um, some music news. We have Drake getting booed off stage. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Canadian hip-hop artist putting Toronto on the map, the 416. Drake gets booed off stage. So he was at Tyler, the Creator's music festival, and all festival long, they're evidently they're advertising a secret guest performance. Oh, who's going to be? 
oh, I think everybody thinks it's going to be Frank Ocean. All of these music fans are, they love Frank Ocean. They don't like a, they don't, they fancy themselves real kind of underground, you know, fans of music. They're not pop they're not interested in pop artists. So they're at a Tyler the Creator show. Tyler the Creator is a weird artist. He makes kind of unusual hip hop. I saw him perform live. It was tremendous. But he's not really on the radar of everybody. If you're at a Tyler the Creator music festival, you're definitely more of a fan of nuanced uh, hip hop artistry. You're not, you don't want to see Migos. You don't want to see Drake. So everybody thinks the secret artist is going to be Frank Ocean. It turns out. It is Drake. Now let's see what their reaction was. You know, oh I'm gonna tell you. Like I said, I'm here for you tonight. If you want to keep going, no! I will keep going tonight. What's up? Frank! If you want to keep going, I will keep going tonight. It's been love. I love y'all. I go by the name of Drake. Thank you for having me. And now Drake just walks off stage. And he was ready to continue. He said to everybody, like, look, if y'all want me to keep going, I'll keep going. What do you think? Boo. One girl, like, very distinctly, no. If you want to keep going, I will keep. And uh, he walks off stage. So, you know, staying true to Canadian you know values he was very polite about it i love y'all have a good night you know but he's probably pissed off like it's embarrassing you know what i mean um and do you think these the audience is in the wrong here for them to be kind of hating on the break for them to be uh you know so disrespectful like this is this okay i understand when you're a fan of music but you look you have drake uh wouldn't you want to see him perform or do you just want to go home Again, I've never seen Drake perform live. I have uh, definitely been into his music. I'm a big fan of Drake's music. I think he makes some big, uh, some great albums and stuff. A lot. My problem with Drake is the hit songs that Drake has. I don't really have any interest in Drake's hit music. Uh, the songs that end up really making it to the radio, uh, ugh, not a big fan. But you know, the the more the the more of the nuanced songs on the albums i'm a big fan of so maybe if you actually go see drake perform live it's not a great experience maybe it's uh leaves a bit to be desired now to see frank ocean perform live oh my god if i had a choice between seeing frank ocean perform and drake i'm gonna go see frank ocean just because i would imagine it would be more of a musical um it would be more of a, a, you know, musical performance. Maybe you have some live instrumentation up there. With Drake, I think he's able to br uh, butter his bread by just going up there, doing the hits, and people probably love it. Um, you know, when you go to a Drake show, it's probably a whole lot of people singing along to every word, super loud in a high-pitched voice. And God bless uh, God bless Drake for having that, you know, appeal to the masses. But again... Hardcore music fans are a much smaller piece of the pie, and I think Frank Ocean fans are exactly that. They're more of a subtle subgroup of music fans that I probably would consider myself into. Uh, you know, more of a, you know, appreciators of maybe less popular music. Meanwhile, pop music appeals to the masses, and that's not really a show I'd want to be at. I saw Migos perform at a music festival in Canada, and I was thoroughly disappointed. Not just with the whack-ass performance of Migos, who just stood there on stage and really did nothing, but more so I was disgusted at who I was standing amongst. The people that were watching Migos, um, people were just drugged up, and people were 
um, pushing and there was all kinds of violence and fighting. It was just ugly. It was a gross, gross scene. And I really think that, um, it, you know, the whole, I was just not happy to be there because these are not music fans. These are people that appreciate pop culture. They're invested in pop culture. So Migos is a cool thing to go see. Migos music is a cool thing to listen to, but the performance was whack. I mean, you know, Bad and Bougie was the big song at the time. So that was, you know, pretty big to see them perform that. But, oh my God, you know, I got like (laughs) tackled by some guy that was all fucked up on drugs. He just like wrapped himself around my neck when I was trying to leave the stage. And, you know, I get tackled to the ground. I look up, I'm like, what? He doesn't even notice. He just carries on and keeps going. It was just like, you know, the most bizarre thing ever. But fuck, <laughs> fuck pop music uh, concerts. I have no interest, especially rap. Um, but again, I don't know. Maybe the Drake show is good. Uh, maybe Drake's live performance is surprisingly um, better than you would think. I, I, I don't know. But uh, I got booed off stage in a very sad moment for Canada. An even sadder moment for Canada um you know speaking of these moments uh, of sorrow for canadian icons alex trebek uh, the host of jeopardy from canada um, of course he's not getting booed alex trebek is beloved but here is a tearful moment uh, as alex trebek is battling uh, cancer uh, might not be back next season right he's having a difficult time performing on the show with the side effects of chemo treatment so here is um alex trebek Which of these three players gets to come back in three days to play for a quarter million dollars? They're dealing with famous phrases and this clue. In the title of a groundbreaking 1890 expose of poverty... So when it comes time for the players to give up their... These three words follow... Answers is when the the moment happens. 30 seconds. Good luck. Iconic music. I love how anytime somebody is taking too long to do something, people hit them with the Jeopardy music. Now, I don't know the answer to the question. I like that. Let's take a look at your response. Did you come up with the right one? No? We love you, Alex. He writes. Thank you. Alex Trebek gets... Costio choked 1995. up. 1995. You're left with five bucks. Okay. Now, a beautiful moment. Uh, again, just a demonstration of how much people love Alex Trebek. But ultimately, it is sad that he might not be back next year on the TV. Um, so, yeah, really just a Canadian icon. And it's amazing just how much people love that show like jeopardy is just a staple it's always on tv you know i can't tell you how many times i've been sitting around with my family and you know y'all watch jeopardy it's just like a one thing that does bother me though is when people are so proud to like you know i know the answer to that question okay great oftentimes i know answers on jeopardy because jeopardy tries to be like pop culture relevant so they'll have a question again about the this trio of rap artists is from atlanta and they have a recent song called bad and bougie who is migos i'm like hey everybody i got a jeopardy i got the 100 uh the entry level jeopardy question i nailed it it does bother me when people are like quick to get their jeopardy answer in when you're sitting there watching it with them it's like yeah we get it okay you read a jane austen novel in uh, in high school but just a beautiful moment for uh for alex trebek and god bless the man 
Canadian icon. You got to love uh, just that kind of television uh, show to be there for people. They, they can count on it. It's going to be difficult for a lot of old folks that sit there and like to watch uh, TV um, to have no more new Jeopardy episodes. And how do you replace a guy like Alex Trebek? Again, Bob Barker ultimately retired from The Price is Right. And they've got Drew Carey in there. And people don't love Drew Carey. Nobody really is in love with Drew Carey. But he's doing the... he's getting the job done there and Price is Right keeps rolling along but who do you replace Alex Trebek with uh do you keep it with a guy you know do you do you stay with a male host um do they go with a black guy maybe maybe they switch it up and uh you know have a different esteemed kind of intellectual guy um host the show we'll see but uh, we'll keep an eye on that now, closing out today's show, we will hear from Dr. Dre. Now, Dr. Dre, um, if you haven't seen the Defiant Ones documentary featuring Dr. Dre, um, check it out. It is absolutely brilliant. But right now, um, let's get into he, he was sharing his thoughts on just what kind of society we live in now and just the way that artists are releasing rap music. And he shares his thoughts. Uh, let's, let's have a listen here. Right now, I have to like really, really search hard to find something that I really like as far as hip-hop goes. But I think it's just about the substance. Right now, it feels like it's a little more quantity over quality. Made a song last night, I need to put it out tomorrow. What are you going to dedicate yourself to? The art or the money? You know, it's that simple. Give yourself the time, whether it's two months, three months, a year, to make something that's going to last forever. It's a bunch of gibberish. Now, an interesting insight there from Dr. Dre and his partner, Jimmy Iovine. They both kind of created the Beats brand and uh, ended up selling it to Apple for $3 billion. And now uh, Jimmy is an employee with Apple and Dr. Dre, of course, is Dr. Dre. Uh, hello. Yeah, so an interesting concept there. Uh, should you kind of sit on your art? Should you take a long time to make something and put out this you know jewel that has the potential to last for years and years and years or should we all just create stuff and turn it out and go for quantity over quality i think we live in this you know day and age where think about the news cycle news sources are just rushing to get the story first to get the clicks to get the ad revenue and they're not really worried about making sure that it's perfect making sure that it's polished and maybe that's kind of what Dr. Dre's talking about. Relating it to artists, they're just pushing their content out there. We need to get more stuff, more stuff, uh, as opposed to taking a long time to create something with staying power. I mean, look at Dr. Dre's albums. You have The Chronic, The Chronic 2001. These songs, you know, they're like the next episode, Hey, 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 Smoke Weed Every Day. That's iconic. That's going to stick around forever. And maybe, I'm not sure how this is going to work, but look at some of this kind of new hip hop that's coming out. Is anybody going to listen to Da Baby uh, 15 years from now? Maybe. But I have a sneaking suspicion that kind of these older rap songs, Dr. Dre's classic albums, these really these works of art, these tremendous legendary albums, I suspect that they might have more staying power than some of the content that's getting released now. Um, you know, some of the new age hip hop. I don't know. That's just um, that's just my opinion. But Interesting insight from Dr. Dre on uh, his theories on music. And uh, again, if you haven't watched that documentary, The Defiant Ones, it's on Netflix right now. Um, tremendous four-part series about kind of the origin of Dr. Dre 
alongside Jimmy Iovine, this music producer. Just a great music documentary if you're into that kind of thing. So, Ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of the Steam Room Podcast, episode number 12. Uh, if you want to check me out on social media, I'm on Twitter at Hamill Radio and Instagram at Hamill Radio. Uh, my name is Matt Hamill. This podcast is brought to you by Lynx Magazine. We will catch you next time. Stepping out of the Steam Room, toweling off, cool off, and uh, yeah, keep it 100. Ew. Keep it 100. <laughs>